0: Well, hello, and welcome back to Between the Sundays. This is a podcast, uh, audio and video podcast, designed to continue uh, the conversation from Sundays here at Generations Church through the rest of the week. And uh, I'm excited today. I've got several folks with me. So today I'll I'll start right to left. I seem like I always start that way and go. But today I've got Garrett Snyder. He's our communications director, oversees our local and global missions. I have uh, Pastor Carson Hale. He's over our youth and young adults. And Pastor Aaron White, who's our associate pastor. And uh, and so today, guys, I just want to really talk about a couple of things quickly uh, and for us to just kind of talk about them. But last week we had a little bit of a different episode, uh, which mm-hmm. I loved. It was my dad, my brother, three of uh, my and Corey's children, the boys. And we just talked about generational faith, which mm-hmm. I love that. So if you didn't yeah, listen great. to that or watch that, I'd love for you to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't get a chance then to talk about Easter Sunday, which had happened the Sunday prior to that. So I'd love to just hear your thoughts. We had a great Easter weekend, I felt like, as a church, for a lot of reasons. But I'd love to just hear your thoughts about Easter. I'll start with Aaron and kind of whoever wants to pipe in after
1: that. definitely one of my favorite parts of the whole weekend was our Good Friday service. There's just something special um, about that service. It's called Come to the Table, so if you weren't there, uh, it's a really special time, really intimate, reflective time, Um, not like down and sad and depressed, right? But just reflecting on the moment and reflecting yeah. on the week and the what's leading up to Easter, right? And so uh, we had multiple speakers, myself, Pastor Carson, Pastor Madeline, uh, Pastor Jeremy, of course, too, as well. Uh, just kind of reflect on different stories uh, leading up to you know uh, Jesus's crucifixion. Yeah, and so uh, I love that night the 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 feeling in the room and just reflecting on that uh but then also what was was great for me is and kind of crazy to me it was mind-blowing to me is the first five people that i talked to (laughs) were first-time guests yeah for good friday for good friday right. right and so i was like expecting that on easter but to see people that saw us on cherokee connect that you know that are friends of people within generations church you know attend good friday service that was just awesome to see as well so yeah. Uh, met a ton of people over the weekend uh, from our SunRisers, so it was just a great, a great weekend. Don't let me forget to come back
0: to the like Cherokee Connect and mm-hmm. like even visitors. I want to come back to that in a second. But for you guys, like, what maybe Easter weekend? What were some of your big takeaways and thoughts from that weekend?
2: Um, yeah, so I also loved Good Friday, but since Aaron went there, I'll go somewhere else. I just want to quick plug. Madeline spoke on Good Friday, yeah. our kids' pastor. If you guys didn't know. She did an incredible job. I know she's my wife, but I love when she speaks. <laughs> she's just she's so nervous when she does it. Yeah. It's just like it's incredible every time. Anyway. Yeah. I told her yesterday, we were
0: we were meeting yesterday with Pastor Aaron and I told her yesterday. I was like, you always, like, not dread it. That sounds too ominous. But, like, uh, you're always well, so nervous. With and, and, let me tell Like, you. I don't like, know if I can do it. But she always does an amazing job. Yeah. Oh, mean, she's an incredible teacher in
2: general. We're, like, driving on the yeah. way, and
1: she's like, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm like, well, we going to do she, it, though, right? Every time <laughs> she gets off the stage, everybody's like, you're an incredible. Yeah, every did, time I had to like, I'm glad I go before it. So yeah. Pastor Carson had to follow her. Yeah, and he yeah. did great as well. Yeah, but just because he brought it up,
0: like, it was so funny. I told her yesterday, I was like, you're such a great teacher. Yeah. But it was it was a fantastic night and all of the speakers did
2: great. My yeah. life is a testament of trying to get me to talk less and her to talk more. <laughs> it's a challenge, but it's beautiful for everyone involved. Just but just my favorite thing besides Good Friday would be uh the sunrise service that we did. Yeah. We didn't do one last year, so we did one this year. I, was that y'all's first one? I haven't been through that long. One. Yeah, it was. Okay, the first so one. first one here. And um, I mean there's just something about like a sunrise on Easter morning. It didn't heat up the day, that's for sure. It was yes. freezing. Right. Yeah. But like the amount of people were there and the momentum and a few people staying for both services, but just being there, mm-hmm. worship outside... Even in the cold and dew and wet, like mm-hmm. you could just feel something stirring as yeah. it as it happens on Easter. I think the last three years, at least, it's been supposed to rain on Easter yeah. and it didn't. And, and I just like, I always take that as like a sign from God. like, yeah, it's Easter morning,
0: baby.
3: Yeah. Come on, yeah. Sunday's, Sundays set coming. Set the tone
0: for the day. I agree. Yeah, yeah so sunrise cool. was yeah. a really powerful
3: time. Garrett, what about yeah. you? Yeah, well, my first choice is Good Friday and my second choice <laughs> is Sunrise. So, what but, about uh, the no, regular I mean, Easter service? The weekend as a whole was, was great. I, there's something about, just Easter Sunday morning services. I don't know if it's everybody kind of just being in their Sunday best and their mm-hmm. Easter outfits and families just being there like as a whole. Uh, it's just a ton of fun just to see the joy that's in the lobby. A lot of it comes from the way that we set up the weekend, you know, the story, the reflection of the cross, and then the mm-hmm. good news that he has risen. People are just in like really great spirits. And uh, again, just seeing you know the families that have been here for so long and have been with us on this journey, but just so many new faces that we saw um, people that we got to meet that are part of this community that, I just want to be here and mm-hmm. and, uh, and and love what God's doing through this church, and um, it was great. It just was a really wholesome feeling weekend. It was it was a lot of fun. But
0: well, and I think you know I, I shared this this past Sunday, but numbers don't tell the whole story, but they do tell a part of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there were just a lot of people here, mm-hmm. and you know for for pastors, that's not the case at every church. Like we hear some of the the those stories and pastors that celebrate that online, and we did that as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of churches that may not be the reality for them. But it is exciting when you have. A fuller room and you have a lot of people maybe you don't get to see as regularly yeah. or i loved meeting so many like friends and family members that are like mm-hmm. this is my neighbor yeah. and they yeah. agreed yeah. to come today mm-hmm. you said good friday like the first five people that walked in i met a couple who like they're they were there for the first time on good friday because they stood next to one of our church <laughs> attenders in a voting line a few yeah. months before and then they came back on easter they came back this past sunday um, but mm-hmm. I, I loved the fact the 24 people, you know, accepted Christ on yeah. Easter Sunday, and, and I think that was incredible. That was awesome. um, but going back, I want to circle back, because I loved Easter. I loved mm-hmm. the weekend. It was a powerful, powerful time. I think every, every service, the Good Friday, sunrise, the services indoors, like, they were just amazing services. But I did love that it— it really started and I'm kind of putting two Sundays together here but last Sunday and this Sunday specifically, I've met so many new people yeah. mm-hmm. maybe their first time or maybe they've been coming for two or three or four months yeah, but like they haven't really like leaned in yet. They've kind of mm-hmm. been around the edges and they came to our event salsa with the staff, which maybe we can talk about in a second. But when you ask them, how did you hear about our church? It usually is through some connection with our, like Mm -hmm. a friend invited me, or I saw a post on Cherokee Connect. That's a local Facebook group for those that may not be familiar with that. But I was looking yesterday. There was a a post where somebody asked for a church recommendation. Mm -hmm. There were 217 comments, and 17 of them were for Generations Church. You know, like I just just thought that was incredible that people Mm -hmm. from our church just jumped on and said, hey, you need to come check our church out but even beyond that like just listening to people invite their friends yeah. and bring people to church like that's an exciting thing that's a huge ask like if you start thinking about what it really takes to invite somebody to church like that's a big ask yeah. um but the fact that people are doing that and we continue to see more and more and more guests show up to church at the invitation of someone else mm-hmm. or because someone promoted it online or shared a post and said hey you need to come mm-hmm. um, i just think that's a really powerful thing um yeah. we met this past Sunday we had salsa with the staff. We'll come back and talk about like our series, but we had salsa with the staff, which is our our connections event. I'll let you talk mm-hmm. about that for a second, but yeah, man, we had a ton of people yeah. that just showed up and to hear their stories was a powerful thing. Yeah. Why, why do we
1: do that? What what is yeah the, the salsa of that? with the staff? The purpose of it is uh, like you were saying, we have a lot of people that are in or around our church that have been visiting, uh, you know, over the past four, five, six months, and they get to meet you know, you in the lobby and shake your hand as they leave, or they get to meet one of the staff. Uh, they may get to know one elder, or they trying to figure out who, who the elders might be. Um, but it really is an opportunity for them to come, come together with us, to meet us, to get, us, to, get to know us better, yeah. uh, to hear our heart and vision, you know, very quickly. It's, you know, not, not this long, long, drawn-out thing. But then also just to connect with us yeah. and, and to hear our heart for them, how they can take next steps, which we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, but how they can get more plugged in, get better connected uh, by going through Discovery Track and all these different ways. Uh, but really an opportunity yeah. to to meet us and to hear our heart.
0: Well, and it's quick conversations. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were all kind of working around the room quickly. and So it's two and three and four minute conversations. But as we do that across <coughs> six, seven, eight people that are you know, they're kind of leading in those moments. Like it does give us a chance. And so we celebrated that even yesterday in our staff meeting. These, these stories of people that we met and heard, and um, I heard their stories. I just think that's a really powerful thing to, you know, sometimes, and maybe I'm working through something today. I don't know. But like, sometimes, you know, you think about church as like just this group of people, but like people are being added to that group all Mm -hmm. the time. I love, you know, actually in 3000 were added to their number Mm -hmm. daily, like those that were being saved. Like There is this idea of on this spiritual journey, like people are coming in, and I love that newness aspect. That doesn't take away from anybody that's already here, but I want us to constantly keep a heart towards and an eye towards those who aren't here yet, those who are yeah. walking in for the first time, and how do we help them decide if this is a place for them? Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about a lot. There's great churches. I mean, there were 217 comments on that one post. Yeah, We were 17 of them. Mm-hmm. That means there's other churches, and, and I know a lot of their pastors, and we say from the stage, Sometimes people say, like, quit saying that, but I'm I believe it. Like, if this is not the place for you, we want to help you yeah. find another church. Like yeah. I don't want you just to kind of you know flounder out there. Like I want to help you get connected to a church. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's such a powerful thing when somebody's like coming to visit for the first time to say, like, is this a place I can
1: thrive? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. which which go ahead. And when and when they come in the door, that's a very I mean, first time guests and second like yeah. that's scary. Yeah. It's just like, where do I sit? Like what like what is this church? What is this church about? <laughs> And then if you're there one or two, three times, you're like, okay, like, how do I get connected? You know, how do I hear more? Yeah. And it's also a staff discovery track. Those are just incredible times to just get connected, to plug in and, and, and to get to know us and for us to get, to to get to know them. That's right. Because a lot of times on Sunday morning, you know, you, you have two, 300, you know, people in the building, whatever, whatever that is on Sunday morning. And so you're talking to so many different people. So you don't know who's a first time yeah. guest, second time guest a lot of times. Yeah. And so that's a great opportunity for us to just get to know them. Yeah. And and to build relationships for yeah. youth to meet Pastor Carson and for Pastor Carson to be like, Oh, I've seen that family once or twice, or for Pastor Madeline, um, or any of us to yeah. to get to know them as well. well. So that was a
0: cool thing, even in the salsa with the staff. This this week, I mean, there were half dozen like just teenagers maybe Mm -hmm. that were in the room with their parents or with family or whatever like just to get to connect to them some of them first-time guests some of them have been coming for several months even but the first time guests
2: that it was their first sunday there and they're like we're gonna go up there and meet these people i was like you guys have so much more courage than me yeah (laughs) yeah i think another like
3: really big benefit to that is not only like us getting to meet them but just the connections we got to make to, to people that were there yeah they I mean, were what three families that had just moved here from wisconsin, wisconsin. <laughs> wisconsin. Uh, it's like they're migrating south or so whatever. it's a big it's kind of like yeah it's like we get to we get to know them they get to know us but they also we get to immediately connect them to yeah. people that are kind of in a similar kind of either one of the couples was standing or,
0: there and and one of our elders had been talking to this new couple and Corey and I stepped over and we were talking to them and they said something about moving from Wisconsin and the other couple like immediately turned. They were like, Wisconsin, we just moved from Wisconsin in the fall, you know? And, uh, there, there was a, there were several of those yeah. where we were able just to connect yeah. one another. This I, I, I love that. Gonna yeah. We're going yeah, to, Church, save, Mil- to, to have generations. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. right. that's right. That's right. Uh, I, I think it kind of goes back to a little bit of what we started this past Sunday in a new series that we called what's next. Mm-hmm. And, there is this idea that sometimes, like once you've entered into church, entered into faith, and I use those a little bit interchangeably, but for a purpose, that like once you kind of get the big ideas, that you're you're done. Like mm-hmm. you, then you just kind of stay in that. But we believe that there are always next steps that we should be taking. Like we should constantly be exploring. I showed a little clip from one of my favorite TV shows, but he said like the timeline of humanity is the the whatever it is the idea it's on human exploration like Mm -hmm. we never want to be settlers we want to constantly be explorers yeah and we talked about that Sunday with just knowing God and how to know him in a deeper way just maybe Carson for you from Sunday like where did that message land with you What, what were your biggest takeaways from the day and how do you think it connected to our people
2: yeah um I mean there's just like the depths of like who God is and like the Bible like like, honestly, he's always bringing you closer to his heart, but it's so much deeper than you realize. And I've never met anyone who's like, yeah, I I did it. Yeah, I figured out God. You it. know <laughs> what I mean? Because if you can figure out God, like, you yeah. can be God. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, one of my favorite quotes uh, from Beth Moore is like, I've... I always thought when I got older I'd cross across the finish line. Mm-hmm. She's like, but I just I just realized like there's always so much more of God that yeah. you can explore. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, just just that idea like anyone can take a next step whether it's just like I've never opened the Bible to I've been following him for 50, 60, 70 years, there's that much more of God and and a step that he has for you. I thought that was really empowering. And it's also just like such a good reminder cuz oftentimes you're just like all right, I'm at, I'm going to go to church on Sunday again. I'm going to hit the box. We're going to show up. We're going to worship. I'm going to go about my day. But it's just that reminder of like, man, he wants to know you while yeah. you're eating cereal on Tuesday morning and right. trying to get your three kids in the car. You know, right. and it's just like That's he's right. there too. Yeah. And not just like when we worship him actively in praise on Sunday. Morning. Yeah. So I just That's thought good. that was a good
0: reminder. That's good. Well, I, I'm excited about this series. It, we've got two more weeks. And just to look at those, those ideas of like how to connect and next steps. Through our local church, I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of these are similar to things you could do at any church. But what it looks like in our context, like what we're passionate about and how we want to help resource and equip Mm -hmm. people, you know, to take those steps. Uh, You know, one of the things that we do is we have a heart for our community. And so, Mm -hmm. Garrett, one of your responsibilities is our local and global, you know, missions efforts. And one of the things that we're doing in the next few weeks is our next uh, Red Cross blood drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that may not sound like a spiritual next step, perhaps, but it is like, hey, we're taking a step outside of the church mm-hmm. and then kind of back into the church because we're hosting it. But like outside <laughs> of the church to serve the community and then meet yeah. the needs of the community. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about why we do that and like what that looks like for us.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So it's a, a partnership with the Red Cross. This will be our third one that we've done since we've uh, kind of expanded into the, the space, uh, the, the new worship center and lobby. Um, but they just they come and we uh, we tear down the lobby and they kind of set up all the beds and the sign in check in area the snack station and yeah. um from from 2 to 7 we just kind of open our doors to people w- within the church that want to donate blood um, but we also we see you know a lot of times a third or even half of yeah. those donors sometimes are coming into our church that aren't members or yeah. um, have never stepped foot through the doors and uh, it's just a great opportunity um, one just to open our doors and to let people kind of experience what is here uh, but then twofold uh, it's an opportunity for people within the church to get to serve yeah. mm-hmm. we have a handful of uh, serving um, spots throughout the day that we can kind of assign people to and. Uh, Those folks usually jump on that pretty quick, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a really easy way to connect with the community, uh, but then also just kind of do some good and and donate, and kind of give back. So it's uh, May fourth, not next Thursday, Thursday, May fourth. Yeah, uh, from Mm -hmm. two to seven. And um,
0: thing register on the website. You can register yet through the Red Cross, or, or you can or go give. to our
3: yeah. yeah to our website to volunteer. I've already registered to give. I did. it's mm-hmm. all yeah. super super blood so power, or red or power, s- power red or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. you know yeah. anything. I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm he, he never I'm does, does anything standard? Do I'm gonna do, yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: uh, I love that. I love that. Over the next few weeks, we're gonna open our doors to hundreds of families for banquets and awards ceremonies and things. We just we believe that's good stewardship of our facility, that it's not just going to sit empty all week long and then we meet on Sundays, but like, we're going to utilize it to serve people and to give them an opportunity to come in. And, and, uh, and so I'm thankful for that. Um, But I'm thankful for you guys, thankful for our team. Uh, We're in a season where God has done some amazing things uh, over the last few weeks and months. And, uh, and we're believing for even greater things to come. And so uh, I'm excited. And until next time, we'll see you next time on between the Sundays. God bless.